Welcome to Food with Politics, a podcast about sharing the foods we love and the politics affecting our lives. Hey, hey, it's Mecky. Hey, y'all, it's Tammy. Hey, Mac, how was your weekend? What'd you guys do? Hey, Tam. The weekend was, you know, locked down. It was fine. It was good. We were family of four, locked down. So <laughs> lots of staring at each other. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it was really good. Like, as you know, we are still in South Carolina and we're very close to Myrtle Beach. So it looks a little crazy when we go out. But again, I know I keep saying this, but we've pretty much been operating as if we are still in New York. We're taking our cues from our hometown and our governor, uh, Mr. Cuomo. So it was good, but we, but I, I will tell you the great things that have come out of this quarantine is like, you know, Lulit and Skindu, my mm-hmm. daughter Lulit, for our listeners, she's 12 and Skindu is nine and they get bored. They're, they, they're doing the distance <laughs> learning. They're always on their d- devices. They're like TikTok kings and queens learning how to do the savage Megan the Stallion. <laughs> All I know is renegade, renegade, renegade. <laughs> what? You don't know. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Woo! Oh, wait, wait. Okay. So, yeah, but, but that, all that aside, she's been cooking. Oh. And so, yeah. So, this my is goddaughter is cooking? Your goddaughter is cooking, girl. She is out there like whipping stuff up, being a renegade. So, she made these absolutely delicious shrimp tacos like just incredible like wow i don't even know like so good they were like cajun-y and spicy and just enough heat and she like cut up this like red cabbage slaw phenomenal okay Um, i forgot i forgot they were called but i will definitely get that recipe and that's one that i would definitely put on our instagram for the listeners because a 12 year old made it we (laughs) killed it when i tell you we killed it if a yeah. 12-year-old can make it, then anybody can make it. Exactly. Like, no fuss, no whatever. She was, like, out there chopping up the little, like, the, the carrots and the, the purple cabbage. Like, I went and did shopping. I ordered it and then went and picked it up. Very, very risk-free distance, you know, social distancing. But, yeah, she made these delightful, delicious, yummy shrimp tacos. And I think she got the recipe from Real Simple. So we will definitely share that and, and tag Real Simple. Yeah, but okay, how about great. you? What's going on over there in San Diego? Same. We're, we've been staring at each other too, so you guys aren't the only ones <laughs> staring at each other. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? I know how many lines are in Scott's eyes. I know everything. But How know. many times he's changing his drawers? All that, right? <laughs> exactly. Let's not talk about being in the same drawers. Let's, please, let's not. <laughs> let's keep it real. But you know what we do need to talk about? We need to talk about Tara Reid. Oh, girl, yes. We need to talk, we about, need to talk about Tara Reid. So it's crazy. I, w- I really wanted to do this, this podcast because about a month ago or so, I read this article in the Daily Beast and it was written by Aaron Gloria Ryan. And, you know, it was, it was the headline was shocking. It was something like, I believe Tara Reid's allegations, but I'm still going to vote for Biden. Right. So, and it's funny because I was like, wow, I agree with that. Like I'm, not a Biden support. Like, that's not who I wanted, but he's mm-hmm. our presumptive Democratic nominee, whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> but I agree. It's like, I'm going to vote for this man, regardless of this 
woman who's coming out to accuse him of sexual harassment. And not that I don't take it seriously, but to summarize what Erin Gloria Ryan was saying, is basically talking about Tara Reid and her allegations against Joe Biden right. and how we can take it seriously. But at the moment, we just don't have any other choice. I don't want Trump in office. And I know many millions of people don't want him in office. So, yes. it's, and especially when you sort of compare what Trump has been accused of and what he's done right. and he's still our president. So it's like, okay, come on, liberals, let's, let's, let's rally, let's do this, let's, let's get this man in office so that it's not this, this horrible person for another four years, right? Right, exactly. And it's funny, like she, I can't say, I can't speak for the other, I don't really know. And this was over a month ago, but since then, more things have come out about Tara Reid. And the author was saying that she takes her allegations seriously and she's still going to vote for Joe Biden. And I wholeheartedly agree because the alternative is so scary, right? Right. But the one thing I'm starting to kind of fall apart, like with this author of this particular article, is that as things are coming out more, I'm just not so sure I actually believe some of these allegations from this woman and what her what her motives are. So anyways, who is Tara Reid? She, again, she's... Huh? Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm saying, who is she? Right? Like So, so, so this Tara Reid, this particular Tara Reid, has accused um, the presumptive Democratic nominee for the Democratic Party for President Joe Biden of sexual harassment. Initially, it came out to a lot of fanfare, like she had the Me Too movement behind her, they were backing her up. One of the Me Too lawyers, Alan Wigden, he was he was hired as her lawyer, took the case on. And incidentally, funny enough, he's dropped her. So within two weeks of having her, he's dropped her. Oh, wow. And yeah, and I don't know, like, it's funny because like all these allegations have come out against her now. Like just what kind of like, just how many untruths she's told, how she's misrepresented herself. And there's just so many problems with her. So how um, can you trust her? If there's so many untruths that she's told. It's really hard to trust what she's saying. You know, it's yeah, like well, she, think, okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. I think, I think that's part of the problem. And that's where digging deep, because again, it's one of those things where, to be clear one more time, I do, I take a small bit of satisfaction. Like I, there's a dog group that we have in, back when we were, back before COVID and Rona. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, back in those normal days, we had a pretty tight little dog group. I have a dog, as you know, Dash. And I would take him every morning to Prescott Park in Brooklyn. And we had our little crew that he had his little dog friends. But these were, you know, these are friends of mine. Um, one in particular was a very close friend, but like the others I met through our dogs. They would have these passionate conversations about Elizabeth Warren versus Bernie and who the future is. And the whole time my black ass was like, mm, y'all don't know your own people. <laughs> <laughs> Biden's getting this nomination. Like from day, honestly, from day one, I actually want, I actually eventually, when we start having guests, would love to have one of my friends on, on the show. We know the whites, as uh, David Chappelle likes to say. David Chappelle likes to say. <laughs> so I was never, I was never disillusioned. I was ready to fall in line. He's going to get the nomination. Cool. Let's just do this. So there was never an issue for me. Right. Right. But then these, these allegations came out and it was troubling, but like, you know, you and I talked about this a long time ago. It's this chick's coming out with these allegations. And this man was a vice president who ran with the first black, serious black nomination for president. And I don't, and I don't mean to discount Shirley Chisholm or the Reverend Jackson. Did Al Sharpton run for president? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, let's be real. So. Like, <laughs> okay. But like the first real 
black nomination for president, right? Right. And you're telling me that he didn't vet him out. <laughs> Obama's people didn't vet out Biden to make sure that there weren't these crazy allegations and, you know, about him. So for me, it always rung a little bit like, uh, I'm not sure what's happening with this woman. So anyways, it turns out now she's used fake names. What? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tara Reid. So she's used Tara McCabe, Alexandra McCabe, evidently to, I guess, elude her abusive ex-husband, her alleged abusive ex-husband. But again, who knows if he was abusive or not. She has embellished her work history with then Senator Biden. She said that she was a legislative assistant where in fact she was actually, she was just an assistant, which on Capitol Hill is a big difference, big distinction. And she used that to her advantage saying that she she helped work on the legislation for his Violence Against Women Act. So... You know, that kind of ha- yeah. happened with my wedding. <laughs> my wedding planner. <laughs> my wedding planner said she was a wedding planner. She was a receptionist at the hotel. At the wedding where the hotels were held. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The wedding, that's, are you serious? I didn't know the story. I'm serious. Oh my God, she let's was, shelf that for another time. Okay, that's another <laughs> really, time. That's, Okay, whatever. That's another thing. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, and we all like sometimes embellish things, but yeah, like, of course. So she parlayed this. I mean, and this was really interesting because I really want to know. She's kind of brilliant in that way. She, so she parlayed that into several different jobs, one of which, in addition to also, she also lied about where she went to university. She never actually earned her BA. She says she earned it at um, Antioch oh. University in Seattle. Yeah, so she never earned her degree there. They came out and said that, no, she was actually credits short of learning it. I don't know how many credits, but like she never earned it. But then she got into law school all in Seattle. It's like, Seattle, come on, man, step up. Like, how do you even, like, wow. how does that happen? Yeah. So evidently she never passed the bar, though. She didn't pass the bar in California. So there's, there's just so much to the story. And it's kind of overwhelming, but like credibility just keeps getting cut. And... That she, the thing that's really bothersome is she, on her stories, she's been able to like parlay herself into this expert witness to all these different domestic violence mm-hmm. or robbery, all these trials that have actually put people in jail. So now, yeah, Ooh, these defendants, I know. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, de- it's kind of devious, right? Yeah. She's a problem. That's very problematic. And yeah. now, I mean, I think things have been with trying to figure out this pandemic, I think the stories have been a bit muted about her. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, I did a little digging. And first of all, the lawyer that she initially had, he was a huge donor to President Trump. And then another crazy bit of information Wait, is... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the lawyer for her for her case. Her, yeah, the, okay. the initial lawyer, the Me Too lawyer that she initially hired, or he came onto her case right away, mm-hmm. was a huge, he donated like, over 55 grand to Trump's campaign. So, you know, you see that and it's like, what? And yeah, there's so many interesting bits of the story. So one, that's crazy. That kind of a, like, you know, Trump supporter, like bring him down. Great. And we know politics are dirty, but boy, they're getting dirtier. She's duped so many people, at least four or five people where she has, there's this one story and it's not funny, but it's kind of like, you sound crazy. This man Mr. Chung, he is in somewhere in, I think in California, Northwest, somewhere in Northwest California. And she basically, her and her daughter moved out there. 
she told him that she was a product of domestic abuse and she was fleeing her husband so she didn't have money. And this man felt really sorry for her. So he repainted his house exactly how she wanted it painted. We did the carpets. He was like, I knew it was a red flag because she didn't have any deposit money. She didn't have anything. (laughs) So wait, she asked him to come in and do all this work and didn't give him a deposit? Not at all, honey. She had she didn't have any references. She told me she had she she said that she said to him, "I don't have any references, and I don't have a line of credit because I was abused from my husband. I have to run away and keep secret." So this fool, sorry, I'm sorry, Mr. Austin <laughs> Chung, this kind-hearted man, <laughs> he let her move in without any deposit or any security. Turns out she leaves, and just she screwed him over. She completely screwed him over. Like he tried, he came in and. He put in new carpets for her, repainted the rooms and stuff. Yeah. And when she left, it was like a health hazard because her, her animals, her dogs and stuff had pissed all over the place. And she just oh left it a wreck. And he said he had never cried as much as he did then. And, and there's just at least five different stories of people who were genuinely kind-hearted and gave money to her, paid bills for her. And she just never... She was like a grifter. She basically this, just took I mean, off. Yeah, this, this sounds like a con artist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From her Con res- resume yeah. to totally. having people do work for her and letting yeah. her escape by and move in. Like a grifter, honestly. And then yeah. the craziest thing was the one person who like really stood up for her is another, he's, a, he's also a lawyer and he was like, she's so smart, she's brilliant, she's great, blah, blah, blah. And again, guess who he supports? Trump. Yes. <laughs> so it's this little circle of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to make of this, but it's like definitely, it hasn't been in the news as much. I think that people from the Me Too movement saw an opportunity, you know, and probably very, very obviously clear-hearted to like support this woman who, yes, because you know Biden. Biden's kind of crazy, always overtouching, overreaching. <laughs> Biden cracks me up. Yeah, he's he's like crazy. Like he's yeah, he says he's inappropriate funny. things all the time, and all like the time. you know, and like. And oh my gosh, we can't, we're not going to talk about that now, but we can talk about it another time is the whole thing on the Breakfast Club on 105.1 when he said to Charlemagne, Charlemagne was asking about the Black agenda and um, what he's going to do for Black people. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, if you're going to vote for Trump and not me, you ain't Black. (laughs) He got all this pushback. He said that? I mean, girl, yes, he did. Wow. And I actually was listening to that live. It was one of those days I had like my iHeartRadio and I was listening to it. I don't know. I was in the car. I was running or something. But when he said that, I just thought it was funny. I was like, oh, Joe Biden, he's such a nut job. But, and I just kept it moving. But it was a thing. People were really upset about that. So I know, can see why people would be upset about that. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, you can't tell us who we can vote for and who we are. But... That being said, I ain't voting for Trump. You know, yeah, like there's exactly. what, 11% of Black men, 4% of Black women voted for Trump. I'm not one of those percentages. So <laughs> I think he just got too comfortable. He's like your white friend that gets too comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I have, but, I have some of those. <laughs> we all have those. But again, this Tara Reid thing is, is just rubbing me the wrong way. And I just wish she would kind of just go away. I hate to say that. And not to minimize women who have been sexually assaulted because God knows that happens way too often way too much and sometimes i feel like we don't even know when it's happening because we're so used to it right i mean this one though i'm just it's just yeah this one just doesn't sit right (laughs) it's funny it's funny when you brought up tara reed i i started to do some research because i wanted to find out what 
the story was about. So when I did, I found some things on the Tara Reid, the actress, Tara Reid, the actress, and then Tara Reid, the one who's um, put forth these um, allegations, have been confused on Instagram <laughs> and on several Wait, platforms. Wait, oh my God, Tara Reid, the little bony white girl, the little skinny, like she used to have all the movies in like the 90s and stuff. Yeah, who got yeah. way too skinny. Yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Tara Reid, like people were posting on her Instagram. This one guy posted on her Instagram, he was like, Tara Reid has had countless opportunities to grow as an actress. She's been in the industry for more than 20 years, but instead <laughs> she insists on starring in five Sharknado movies. Now she's claiming that Joe Biden sexually assaulted her. It won't work. Hashtag resist. So these people are posting it on her Instagram and posting it <laughs> on all her platforms. Like she needs to stop, right? Tara Reid, her publicist, basically told her, well, you should use this. Use this to your advantage. So as soon as this pandemic is over, her, her publicist said that she, she's basically going to go out and be a motivational speaker. She's going to have a circuit and capitalize on this. Yeah, misrepresentation of her. Yeah. So wait, what does she, do they say what she's going to speak about? What is Tara Reid going to speak about? It just says motivational speaking. Listen, I've not heard this girl's name. I haven't <laughs> seen a movie. We don't know anything about her in such a long time. I would actually go, maybe not go, but I would definitely tune into something she was doing. Right. Just to see what she's up to. Yeah, for sure. I would. I'd be like, damn, Tara Reid, you're still here. <laughs> Just to see what she looks like. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Good for Tara Reid. Go out there, girl. Yeah, I hope she does. Get I your publicity on. You never Maybe know. some good can come from this. Exactly. That's what we should all should think. <laughs> when things come and hit you, you can... Take those lemons and make to lemonade. make lemonade. Exactly. <laughs> Great note to end on. Right. Positivity. Exactly. That wraps up the first episode of Food with Politics. Thank you for joining us this week. Be sure to check out Food with Politics on Instagram for all the recipes you heard on this show. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate it if you'd simply tell a friend. Hope you join Food with Politics next week. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.